It's coming. And it tastes so sweet. You'll hop when you eat. Come Hold on to your tummy. We got something good. With my hauntingly delicious cereal. It's so good, I crinkle every time I eat it. Hi guys, and welcome to Cereal Killer. I'm one of your hosts, Anastasia Washington, and with me is... Maria Spertolosi. Hello. Hello, you guys. Uh, we are another quarantine episode. Um, and I'm sure you know that because you are in quarantine as, as well. well. Um, Although it'll be weird when we like don't have to quarantine anymore, but we've banked episodes that are like, we're stuck at home, no hope of leaving. Ever. And they're like, everyone's outside. What's it's like, wrong with you? <laughs> like when people listen back and they're like, what are you talking about? It's like a normal Thursday. Um, oopsies. We're efficient. Whatever. But, um, so today we're doing our book club episode, our first ever book club episode where we're going to talk about my friend Dahmer which if you don't want to read the graphic novel which that's right valid you can actually watch the movie it's a Um, film it is a film with um some great acting but we'll get into that um so I did much research on um what kind of cereal I should do no I didn't I just grabbed one from the shelf um but I, I'm going to justify this. So um, this is one of my um, Portugal cereals. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, if you're just listening in for the first time, um, every hotel I went to uh, when I'm traveling, I, I just started stealing the breakfast cereals there. Um, because why not? Why not? Right. It's part of the continental breakfast. And I do a cereal podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, I have today Nestle's Nesquik cereal. Whoa, um, very interesting. And the reason I'm doing this one is because nothing says childhood friend like Nesquik, right? <laughs> Fair, yes, yes, I firmly agree. Also, there's a bunny on it. And because time is wibbly wobbly, today is Easter. It's not probably when you're listening, (laughs) but it is when we are recording. But it is when we're recording. So, uh, Bunny, Nesquik, Cereal, um, and um, Portugal. All (laughs) things that remind me of Dahmer. (laughs) Yep, accurate. When people are like, what reminds you of Dahmer? You're like, Bunnies, Nesquik. Well, and he, did he kill a bunny? Did he kill a bunny? The cat. Oh yes, he killed animals. That is true. Oh. All right. Bad, but... Okay. Well, I'm gonna smell the box first. Okay. Yep. How's it smell? Um, it's very reminiscent of like cocoa pebbles, mm-hmm. and in fact, they are round, kind of like cocoa pebbles. Mm-hmm. This all adds up. Wait, not cocoa pebbles. I'm no uh, cocoa puffs. Cocoa puffs. Um, like cocoa puffs. Um, smells like cocoa puffs. They look like little rat, um, like like little bunny poops, <laughs> or um, or cocoa puffs. Um, it tastes like cocoa puffs. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so they are good. Um, dry. And now I'm gonna put them in a little milk, which I pre-poured my milk, you guys. Oh. 
that was not a great idea. Uh, okay. It tastes like cocoa bubbles, you guys. I mean, cocoa puffs. <laughs> cocoa puffs. Um, so knife up, dry, and knife up wet. It's just a nice um. That makes sense. Not as sweet, which is kind of good because like cocoa puffs can be quite sweet. Um, and I think because it's a European version, okay. um, they usually don't use as much sugar as American things. So it's like balanced with the sugar yeah. and the chocolate, a little yeah. richer chocolate taste. So I would say um, knife up all around. Fiona agrees. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Yay. Um, even though she should not be eating it because she's a dog and chocolate is toxic. So True. We'll not have that. Um, uh, so I already justified why I chose it, which was <laughs> not random at all. No, no, no. It's totally pre-planned. Pretty planned. Um, because I totally realized I had to have a cereal for our book club. It's fine. It's all fine. <laughs> for days before. Um, <laughs> so uh, my friend Dahmer is a graphic novel by his name is Durf. That's right. That I had a lot of questions about his life that he'd ever touched upon, but that's not relevant, really. Um. I mean, it's probably relevant. What the fuck was going on with his parents? That his name is Durf? Yes. Well, his name is not technically Durf. His name is... um, His name is John Backdurf, which is his last name. Backdurf. Then everyone called him Durf, so then he decided to be called Durf as a cartoonist, I guess. Sure, whatever. Uh, Yeah, still... It's so like SAG, um, if you're in the Cartooners Guild, you can't have two people with the same name. So he's just like, fuck it. I doubt I doubt that there was a lot of cartoonists named Alex Factor for Dawn or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. Um, anyway, moving on. Uh so he um is a cartoonist and a graphic novelist. Um and the thing that's unique about him, um, and the reason why he made my friend Dahmer is because he was friends. With Dahmer when yeah. he was a um, teenager. Um, they went to high school together. Um, and so it's a graphic novel based on his perspective of growing up with Dahmer during what we think is probably one of his first murders. Um, yeah. Um, I assume that that yeah they talk about one of his first murders and and um the movie is really good as well i don't know if you guys have checked it out watched it where is it available on um i believe i just saw it on amazon prime okay um i don't know if it's free anywhere but i think it's like five bucks on amazon prime right now um but it's really good um, I actually own it. I know you're very shocked by that. Um, but it's, uh, the graphic novel is, you know, very, it's like angsty high school with it, with an element of the fact that this kid is going to be one of the most, most notorious murderers of all time. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. The graphic, like it's almost, it's, 
an undertone of the graphic novel that like eventually he will be this very famous murderer and he will do these like very famous horrible things um but like but in high school this was what he was and like we didn't know any better and maybe if we knew like there's a little bit of that yeah and there's like little elements or like little um i don't know hints that but this is you again you're talking about the 70s in what where was it oh um indiana no um do, 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 do. Um, I feel like it was like Michigan, but I might be completely wrong. Um, let me check that out. But um, I actually think it's kind of refreshing that it is more like, um, how do you say it? Like it's understated. Like mm-hmm. it is about just like, this is, because there's so many people that later on go, oh my God, I never knew that he was like that. But then there was all these like hints, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Looking back at it, um, it says Eastview Junior oh, High. and Okay, high school. So they went to junior high and... And high school with and them. high school together. Yeah, it um, starts in junior high. Right, he's like 12 when it starts. Um, but it does include... Uh, a little bit his first murder um, which was two weeks after I guess high school graduation again I think he was very cooperative Dahmer so we do kind of know what he did Um, but um, they they do definitely paint him out to be uh, a loner a kind of a a little bit of a weirdo Um, Mm -hmm. definitely a kid that was having a tough time and I think they did a lot of it in the graphic novel, but in the movie, especially you see how, um, I don't know. Like, I feel like a lot of times when we see his interviews with his like mom and dad, Dahmer's mom and dad, they kind of act like they had like a idyllic childhood. Mm -hmm. And, um, that is not the way this portrayed in the graphic novel or in the, in the movie. Um, and it's, it's probably somewhere in between. I'm, but uh, <laughs> but it did seem like he had a lot of different issues. Like he would pretend to have seizures, and he would pretend to like talk weird, and yeah. he would like go walk backwards, and yeah, he would start mimicking people that he saw that had like speech affectations or something. Yeah, he was definitely having some kind of mental I I don't want to say break but no but it's I feel like he was like trying to just like work through almost it was like his way of coping with whatever was going on like internally and externally with his like family and like not being a like social kid and at one point he was completely and totally isolated like his family just left him that I was, like, so shocked by that. Yeah, they just left him, and he just lived alone and went to school. For, like, how long? It was, like, a year. It was, like, a year. And then they kind of came back, and it was, like, was, like, oh, like, it was, like, nothing happened. And so, like, I feel like he had major, like, social issues because of the way his family. Obviously, I am not excusing any of his behavior. (laughs) 
and I'm not excusing like I'm just saying that there was a lot of signs and there was a lot of isolation and stuff like that and of all the murders um I feel like he's one of the ones that were like yeah I'm I did it I can't be stopped mm-hmm. any like like put me in general and like kill me because like I can't yeah yeah this is Which, how I am and I I can't control it and it's I feel like you you see him almost like trying to control it in the graphic novel yeah there's definitely some time i mean like there's definitely like the tall or like the the major three signs of like you're gonna be a serial killer are there right and but this is before anybody was like even like yeah like talking talking about about that kind of stuff what a serial killer is and like that there are traits and symptoms right because you're talking about him um growing up in the 70s right so they're just starting to use the term serial killer when Ted Bundy starts killing right Mm -hmm. that's the first time we ever hear serial killer so that's the first time we start exploring this kind of phenomenon or this kind of type of person that would commit crimes to this. Like we, there has been serial killers since the beginning of flipping time, but this is the first time we are like, Oh, we have a name for it. This is the kind of like, and there was like this like phenomenon behind it. Like people were like wanting to know more and blah, blah, blah. Although I'm sure there was a curiosity since the beginning of time as well, but you know what I mean. Doc, yeah, in a in a more documented and like real way, people yeah were latching on, and yeah, people have always been interested in like salacious and and gory things. Yeah. Like, there's a reason Jack the Ripper has like stuck around uh, as long as it has. Oh, for sure. Like all this stuff is just. Um... It's just human curiosity, I guess, is the best way to put it. <laughs> but I do think, like, I do respect Dahmer a little bit more for being honest about who he was. I like honesty <laughs> and yeah. everything. And I think that a person that can speak and go, like, yes, I'm a sick individual. And yes, there's n- I don't know how to stop. Like, I respect that more. Again, I don't respect anything he did, like, crime-wise or anything yeah, like that. Yeah. I just can respect the fact that he was truthful about what he did and stuff like that. Again, very little consolation to the murders that he committed. <laughs> um, but again, like most serial killers, he had a weird upbringing and he had some strange like stuff that was going on that people probably could have been like, there's something up with this kid. Yeah. Oh yeah. If he had been acting like that in even the like nine keys, people yeah. would have been like, Hey, let's maybe get you to like talk to somebody. Um, yeah, you know, they definitely like, would have put him on medication for oh, sure. Oh yeah, they would have immediately been like, "All right, so we're gonna put you, we're gonna start you on." You know, I don't know what they would have put him on. I can't diagnose things, but they would have just started probably like lithium based. Yeah, <laughs> being like, "Let's see if we can get this mood stabilized." Uh, yeah. So I, be- yeah, it was a lot of a product of its time. Well, because like and like a large part of the book was him making fun of like people with like mental disabilities or like, and like physical issues and like using that as a laugh. And like the, the author of the book even says it where he's like, there's like no excuse for how we acted. This is just how we acted. Cause we were like dumb high school kids and this was the time. Yeah. Uh 
I, and they thought he was funny at first. I think yeah. they think they thought yeah, he was they, funny. Like the they really almost like started friend. including him in their group of friends. Like he did come and hang out with them outside of school, like a little bit. Yeah, and it was a time period in their life where they thought that was funny until they, till the friend group. I feel like got were like, ah, oh, well, we're gonna be out of here. We're gonna be adults, and like we can't. Yeah, we're all going to college. Like this isn't funny anymore. Yeah, so I think that's when he kind of got distanced and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but you know, during this time when he was like really friends with them, he was abusing alcohol. He was yeah. like into roadkill and doing yeah, murder. and like dissecting it and doing yeah, yeah, putting it places and it was very weird but yeah he was fully drinking like a fifth of vodka before school every morning and like getting yeah getting people to buy him alcohol because he wasn't old enough yet and like yeah and pretending to have like seizures and pretending to be like having like uh you know like cerebral palsy and stuff like that and I mean that's the kind of stuff that he was doing I and again like I think a lot of it was probably attention-based yeah yeah because he he literally had no attention at home for a while he was just isolated yeah for sure um I really enjoyed the movie the movie um after I read the graphic novel um I had to watch the movie um which is available on a lot um of your streaming but uh the one that pops out to me is Amazon Prime um I think you can rent it for like five bucks um yeah it's five bucks on like youtube too i think yeah yeah you said you have some options but Dahmer is played by um ross lynch who um is not anybody i know from my generation except for that he's in sabrina the new sabrina, sabrina. but i know that my niece who um is in her teens uh when he was in a show called aston and austin and ali or something so he was kind of um thing i've heard of yeah disney kid um but he plays Dahmer, um and i think he's weird enough he he makes it work (laughs) like weird enough he makes it weird enough and in fact i hadn't i didn't know him from anything but my friend Dahmer. so when i saw him in sabrina i was like wait he's like like being like the jock and like the, like the hot dude, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like love interest. But apparently, that's all he's ever played before, and that Dahmer was like a, a like a weird. That's amazing. A weird thing. But, but you were but like, I, "What are you talking about? He's this weird, like eclectic actor." Yeah, and I was like waiting for him to like murder somebody. I was like, "Is he gonna?" Nah. <laughs> he's not. No, he's not an anti-hero. No, no okay. He's just Sabrina. Which boy. would work with Sabrina because Sabrina is crazy. True. Like, I love that show so much. Because, like, I remember watching it for the first time and going, oh, it's just going to be, like, the kid's show that I grew up with. And then she got, like, naked and then, like, sacrificed somebody. And then, like, and they were, like, eating people. And I was like, wait, this is, like, a show. <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't do any of that kind of stuff in the show. But he does do that kind of stuff in My Friend Dahmer. Um, uh, so Ross Lynch plays Jeffrey Dahmer. And then Alex Wolf plays Durf. That name is familiar. So he was in Hereditary, and he gave the most... I I have such an actor crush on him. Like, I cannot even tell you. I guess he was, like, a Nickelodeon kid, too. But I 
first saw him in my friend Dahmer and then I saw him in Hereditary. And I have never seen a performance more disturbing to me than him in Hereditary. Like, I just wanted to hand him all the awards. I just wanted to throw awards. <laughs> just at him. Um, like, the best. The best. I, I, I swear to God, like, if you... If you can't, like, I don't think Hereditary is the greatest movie ever. But the moment <laughs> that you see his reactions to the things that happen, I'm like, ugh. Like, just even thinking about it, I get chills. Um, so he plays um, Durf, the guy that wrote yeah. the novel. And the best friend, or not best friend, the friend of Dahmer. Yeah. Uh, and um, I think it's a really good film to see just because I think it it just discusses like how how we kind of accept things like in junior high and high school that are just like maybe not so much in well probably now in society too I'm like like how like making fun of people and stuff like that and doing all this weird Mm -hmm. stuff was like kind of cool and normal and then to a point we all grow out of it and some people don't yeah yeah there was this really interesting moment in the book where they like the like author realizes that he's like grown out of this and yeah. like and his friends sort of all realize it at the same time and are like oh this just kind of makes me uncomfortable now and like I don't know why we thought this was ever funny and I feel like that's a very relatable thing yeah for everyone is to have that moment where you're like oh why did I ever think that this was like an okay funny thing to joke about because right. you, yeah you've like grown and processed but it it definitely felt like Dahmer didn't like fully he he just wanted to be like liked and accepted so badly he would just cling to whatever that right. might be and he didn't have anything else to cling to but this like weird persona that he'd created yeah, yeah, he, he, and he was hiding or suppressing a lot of feeling. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, and I'm sure there was a lot of like sexual confusion and issues there because it was the 70s, and so like being yeah. gay was still really frowned upon in a lot of places. I mean, especially in the places that they were growing up. Yeah. No. Uh, um, I even think nowadays it's probably hard for kids out there. So I can't imagine what it's like in the seventies to be questioning your sexuality in a small like area. Yeah. yeah. Um, again, not excusing any of his behavior. Um, <laughs> <laughs> None of endorsement. this is just a conversation. Not an endorsement. Um, but I do think it's interesting that, um, We've been we've been talking about um, because we're doing WonderCon panel about true mm-hmm. crime and comic books, and this is a unique one because it is written from the perspective of somebody that actually knew and grew yeah. up, and it's a time period of this person's life where they're not notorious, they're not a serial killer, they're just yeah. growing up and it's a weird insight into that time period in their life when they were still just a teenager. A, a, yeah, just like, navigating all the same shit that any teenager has to navigate. Right, and it's just like, I don't know, it's truly, I think it's one of the truly unique ones because I'm I, I'm always trying to find truly unique um, true crime stuff. Um, 
And this is definitely, um, I don't think that there's anything else out there yeah. like it, except for um, like Anne Rules, The Stranger Beside Me, um, because she was friends with Ted Bundy and it's a novel. It's a novel yeah. about her. Um, so it, it, it's just interesting because I don't think we ever had a graphic novel like this. And, you know, the um, cartoons uh, or the um, illustrations are very like gritty. Like, they are. They're this like... I don't know how to explain the style, but it's it's very like I don't know, almost like King of the Hill. Yeah, like it's like rough and gritty, and um, and it's all in like two tone. It's like it's not colored or like, but it's not black and white. It's like yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the it's interesting. Style it's an, I've seen a couple other. Graphic sure. novels in that style too. The, the it seems to be this like very indie cartoonist style. I think that's a good way to describe it, like indie cartoonist style. Because um, I've seen a lot of comic books that way, and I, you know, like I liked reading a lot of um, like gritty kind of yeah. comic books, and it seemed to be that kind of style um, yeah. for for a bit. But yeah, it's certainly interesting because I know like. There's a graphic novel adaptation of, uh, I want to say, The Green River Killer. Mm. Um, but it's pretty much just, like, the same way that they do, like, graphic novel adaptations of Shakespeare, where it's, like, here's the book, and then here's just illustrations of what it says. Right. Um, so it's not, like, but this is, like, a story that was originally meant to be told as a graphic novel, which is super interesting. And it's, like it's an actual true story. It's not like from hell, which is like about a thing that happened, but is this like weird, so loosely like, nice. historical, like, fiction. yeah, fiction thing that's just taking like places and, and like vague events and stitching them together. Yeah. And, um, I just read, um, the black, uh, black Dahlia one. And mm. that's kind of like, I don't know how much she, like, is true in it, right? Because like it yeah. takes a, it takes what a, is the framing of that one. Um, it's from the um, uh, from the perspective of two cops, two detectives, um, and they like basically are investigating the murder of Black Dahlia, but they get like wrapped up with this really rich family, and they find out the rich family did the murder and all this stuff like that. So it's like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not that family. I can't remember what the family that is. is. Yeah. That no, is. that sounds a lot, like, very not very, but it's similar to From Hell in that way, where it's yeah. like, here's some real names and some real events, but, like, who knows about any of this other stuff? Yeah, because in it, they completely solve it. Yeah, and it's, like, done, dusted. Yeah, they, like, kill the person that did it, and they clean up the thing, and they're, like, we're never going to tell anybody because A, B, and C, and, um, which, again, are very interesting kinds of yes. novels to read, but this yeah. is, this, this is unique in its truth. Yeah, no, and it's true element, because it was, it was his experience with this person, like, it, 
it would almost be like if Cato Kalin back in the 90s was like, here's my graphic novel about what it was like living with Nicole and then living with OJ. Like, yeah. my experience, you know, and it had like OJ beating Nicole and calling the cops and all that shit. Yeah. And like, like it would, you know, like it's almost like that type of thing. Right. Um, but it was also this, like, the person, like, Dahmer didn't have close friendships. So it's not like there could be anyone closer to tell any sort of story about him. Right. He had these like surface friendships because just because he was a strange guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it. He reminded me of the, the Sacramento vampire a little bit Mm -hmm. in that way, where it was like, there was definitely like a bunch of shit going on internally that hadn't been, dealt with or properly like talked about and he like didn't have any way to do anything with that and then was just like left alone like totally alone yeah. for way too long yeah absolutely it's a it's a weird one but I, I I really thought this was a good um it was it was very well done it's a very unique one <laughs> yeah I know I like I wish there were more things like that I know. Not, not like really, because like I, I like, I will never trust anything from an actual like serial killer. Like if they write a book or something, right. like there's always going to be part of me that's like, but you're controlling this narrative. So true. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah As like, opposed to, yeah, like this, which is just like, well, this was my experience with this guy. And like, we had no idea that, you know, he was going out and like, killing cats or like picking up roadkill and like dissecting it or whatever. Yeah. Which don't do that. Don't do that. Never do that. That's very yeah. gross. It's a very good way to get a lot of diseases. Although I did like, hear there's pandemic. like a yeah. uh, festival in like Texas or somewhere where they do a roadkill festival where they like make recipes from roadkill. See that I could like, almost be okay with but there's still the element of like this thing has been mushed into the gross ground by a gross tire yeah i don't want to do it i'm all for kill and eat your own (laughs) meat like fuck it yeah but like no thank you for roadkill i'll pass i mean i'm gonna pass on yeah i'm gonna pass on eating roadkill i'm gonna pass on that i'm gonna pass on being friends isn't it weird? Like we probably are friends That's with somebody. We have been killer. friends with somebody that has committed a murder. Dude, I like one of the next ones I want to do is the reality show murder from the like early two thousands. I don't even know what that is, oh, but I'm in. I'm in. Contestant <laughs> on all of those VH1 reality shows. He was on like. I love New York and then like I love money or no he's on um I uh Megan marries a millionaire where they okay. took Megan from Rock of Love season 2 and gave her a show cuz she just wanted to marry a millionaire and so they got all these millionaires and then after that he this guy like didn't win but then he was on I love money but then he killed his girlfriend <laughs> like while they were filming I love money um, we're definitely going to be discussing that. I would so also good. like to do more um, book club books. Um, yeah. This one's a little hard to find, but I would love to do Syndrome, which is written by a serial. Well, he's not a serial killer. A he murderer. Killed, 
he's a murderer, but he wrote it. He wrote a graphic novel and then he was found guilty of killing his girlfriend and scalping her and draining her of blood. So we're like, ah! so um, oh I think, God. I think maybe that will be our next book club. Yeah. It's yeah. not the easiest to find. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, I mean, ideally one day the libraries will open again and one, I can return all my library books, <laughs> but two, we can start. Yeah. Finding things easier. I mean, I own it. <laughs> but I'm just saying for the people out there. Um, but yeah, generally people. Libraries, yeah. libraries have like 90% of all books. Like no yeah. doubt. Like they even have a large variety of books that have come out in the last six months. Yeah, this one was like published. And then I think after the murder. Very quickly taken. Taken off. It's like. Um, I can see that. The um, the book by OJ, which we have to do. Um, if yeah. I see um, I will show you how you can find it. <laughs> um, uh, but we have to do it. We have to do a whole, there's the, this wonderful podcast you're wrong about is doing a whole series on the OJ, like murder and trial and stuff. And it's very, 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 very good, but we definitely have to do an, an episode just on like the weird OJ stuff that he made. Cause he did a reality show in like the early two thousands that you can find online. And there's also a um, graphic novel series about um, it. Um, so I think down the line, we're going to have to do, we'll do that. one about, we should probably do one about the murders and then we should do one about the book, book club after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that'll be coming up. So um, if you guys can get your hands on Syndrome and if you guys can get your hands on um, if I did it, we will be doing that in the okay. future. Um, I just gave you two pretty hard ones to find. <laughs> <laughs> Good but luck. I, didn't, I didn't give you the one up that is written by a serial killer um, yet. So the, the, I, I, that one's really hard to find, but I found it too. So because <laughs> I like super secret uh, talent, <laughs> just to finding find, to find the creepiest shit. Like I find weird shit online. Yeah, I I I collect uh, true crime stuff and hor- like horror movie stuff and haunted things. So um, if you ever saw a video of uh, my bookcase, it's uh, it's pretty insane. <laughs> um, I have a lot it's of weird. Shit. Every time, every time we record there, I just like stare at all of the titles for yeah, all of like, the books. I'm like, what is this? What is that one? What's this one? What's this one? <laughs> I am the strangest, but, um, thank you guys for listening. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to give a knife up for the cereal Nesquik, um, all around. It is delicious. Um, it's very well balanced and not super sweet, which I like. Um, I'm going to give a knife up for the graphic novel. It was really good. Knife down for murder. A knife, uh, down for roadkill eating or experimenting. Um, knife down for bullying. And knife yeah. down for making fun of people with disabilities. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of knife downs today. Not a lot of knife ups. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that's it, right? What else um, is there? Yeah, knife down for abandoning your child. Um, Definitely. Knife down there. But, uh, but knife up for telling interesting true stories. Yes, knife so, up for that. Knife up there. <laughs> I didn't want to end on the sad one. 
Um, you can find us at Pod Zero Killer on all social media. You can find this podcast and all your favorite so, um, podcasting podcast apps. apps. Yes. Rate us, review us, um, love us. Um, you can email us um, at. I keep it's too much when I say the at. Fine, it's fine. You got it. Um, pod Serial Killer at gmail.com. You can find me at Anastasia W on Twitter, at Anastasia Wash on Instagram, and Anastasia TV on YouTube. You can find Maria at Maria Longname on Twitter. Um, we also do another podcast, One More Drink, where we talk. This season, we are talking about the first time we did things um, or things happened, or just about first. It's all about firsts. Uh, <laughs> But so you can listen to that at One More Drink Pod on social medias, on Twitter, Instagram, etc. Um, also find it on wherever you are listening to this. You can listen to One More Drink. So Ooh. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, etc. Um, since we are recording two in one day, I cannot give you any more information <laughs> about WonderCon. But hopefully soon we will be able to tell you and check our social media. It will definitely have updated information and links. <laughs> For sure. Um, thanks, you guys. Bye.